0: Amy, welcome to ChirpCast, encouragement with heart, humor, and a little sarcasm. So today the story we're going to talk about is probably one of those top 10 Bible stories that, as a Sunday school teacher myself, it's a go-to. I mean, it's kind of one of those spotlight miracle Bible stories. Of course it is. Jesus fed over 5,000 people with basically the equivalent of a kid's lunchbox, So the short story here is that Jesus and the disciples, they had been out teaching and ministering to the crowds all day and they decided to come back together for, you know, the usual post event meeting. We've all been there. If you're in ministry in any way, shape or form, you know, you got to have the powwow afterwards and find out. Basically, the questions like, um, how did it go? Did we have enough copies for everyone? What kind of complaints should we expect? And maybe in this case, one of the questions was, whose feathers did Peter ruffle? So, you know, the usual breakdown. So as they're sitting together talking about how things had gone, the Bible says that Jesus looked up and saw a great multitude of people coming toward them. And he sets the scene for this big miracle by asking one of the disciples, Philip. He says, Philip, where are we going to buy food for this crowd? Now, Jesus asking a question like this uh, seems a little ridiculous. And Philip was very practical in his answer. And he replied by saying, even 200 denarii wouldn't be enough for them all to have a small piece. If you do a little bit of uh, calculations there... 200 denarii is about $518 in today's money. And he's like, seriously, where are we going to (laughs) buy? Even if we had this much money, where are we going to go? We're going to buy people, what, just tiny crumbs, maybe croutons? Um, I don't think so. Um, Then we have Andrew, who's standing by, and he throws in his two cents, and he says, well, here's a kid with bread and fish, but what's that going to do? I mean, I'm right there with you, Andrew. That would be me, you know, kind of throwing out some sort of random left field idea. Well, let's try this. That's probably not going to work. You know, usually the story kind of steamrolls from there. Jesus takes the bread and the fish and he does something spectacular, ends up feeding all of these people. What I wanted to sort of focus on, I guess, is I wonder what the kid was thinking, I mean, he's really just kind of standing around, probably listening. Maybe his parents were part of the crowd. He was probably pretty glad that he packed a lunch that day. Uh, The people who followed Jesus were, they were kind of used to these impromptu church services. Growing up, snacks were a must for church. I would have, I would have been that kid. I would have packed a lunch. In fact, I'm still that kid, but I'm not talking about Swedish fish and crackers. So hear me out. Can you just imagine the range of emotions this boy felt? First, he's just minding his own business. The next thing he knows, Andrew has pretty much offered his lunch, as a joke, I guess, to feed this massive crowd. Ha ah, good one, Andrew, he's probably thinking. And then, in the next moment, Jesus is holding the loaves and small fish, and he's giving thanks for it, as if he's actually going to use it for a meal. And I can imagine... The dialogue there in that kid's head, uh, whoa, Jesus, hang on a second. That's mine. A young boy then watches as the disciples begin to pass out the food to the people. And nobody is telling the people to take just a little bit. In fact, John wrote of the account that the people took as much as they wanted. And if that wasn't enough, Jesus tells the disciples to gather up the leftovers. Like, seriously? Leftovers? (laughs) From, like... A tiny sack lunch here to baskets of leftovers. There were enough to fill 12 baskets, is what John says. Now, my imagination easily puts me in that boy's sandals. First, I'm interested. Listening to Jesus teach. Then, selfish. Watching my small lunch being lifted out of my basket. (laughs) Next, completely confused as Jesus lifts the food up in Thanksgiving and prayer. Okay. And lastly, in awe, as I see firsthand my lunch multiply over and over and over. All I can do is watch, probably with my eyes wide and in total amazement. Would this be you? Can you feel these emotions with me? Well, the most amazing thing to me, honestly, about this account is that Jesus took an absurdly small amount of something and multiplied it into abundance. See, far too often we only look at what little we have to offer, but focus on huge needs and the things that are right in front of us. So let's look at this from an everyday perspective. You know, I'm always pretty honest as far as my shortcomings, and a while back, I had been out running errands. Um, I think I was getting new glasses. It was getting late in the day, so I called my husband to see if he wanted me to pick up some dinner before I was coming home. And we talked for a little bit on the phone, and as I drove into the shopping center, I noticed a young woman. She appeared to be homeless. Um, She was kind of hanging out on the corner under the stop sign. So I just sort of drove by. You know, I noticed her, but, you know, she didn't really, you know, stand out in a crowd, honestly, And so I went into the store, I got my order, and I was just about to pay. And I stood there, and I felt God speak to my heart to buy an extra tri-tip sandwich. And I paused for a second because my honest thought was, God, you know I don't give stuff to homeless people, right? (laughs) You know that about me. (laughs) Um, Seriously, what is one sandwich really going to do for her? It's not going to put a roof over her head. It may not help her with whatever health issues she might have. And maybe it's only going to aggravate the already bad situation. She should probably go to a shelter. Yes. This is my intimate (laughs) workings of my mind here. This is my thought. It's horrible, right? Like I just wanted to kind of get on with my day. But there was the need and it was right in front of my face. Get the food. This is what he said, so I thought, okay, maybe I should just listen. <laughs> um, so I asked the cashier to add another sandwich to my order, and and she's like, "Oh, did you forget?" And I said, "Well, actually, I'm just gonna, um, if you can put it in a separate bag, I'm gonna give it to the young woman that I saw at the stop sign when I pulled in." And she said, Oh, yeah, I've seen her there a few times. I think she's homeless. Um, she's like, That is so incredibly cool. That's so cool. So she's like, Here, let me just put it in a bag for you. And she puts, I think, a few extra things in there for her. And so I was like, That's cool. So I grabbed the bag and hop back into my car. Off I go. Um, I'm pulling up to the spot where she was sitting. And I rolled down my window and then realized that it looked like she was talking to a police officer. Oh, great. I thought now I'm part of the problem. <laughs> Here I am, you know, giving something to basically a panhandler, which technically I don't think we're supposed to do in California, but I said, uh, when the guy kind of came up to the window, I said, is it okay if I give this to her? I said, it's a sandwich, and um, he said, oh, yeah, yeah, it's no problem. We were just having a conversation here. You know, that's great. I'll hand it to her because she was sitting, I think, on the sidewalk, so he reached in. He took it, and he handed it to her. Now. I don't know who she was, and I've never seen her since. But I also don't know what impact that kind of gesture had on her. It's not for me to know, apparently. Sometimes God just wants to know that if he asks for us to do something small even, that we're going to be obedient. You know, I I don't know. Maybe she was sitting there, and she was praying specifically for a tri-tip sandwich, and here you go. Here's the sandwich. But I bet... That young boy never forgot what Jesus did with his lunch. I certainly wouldn't. We have everyday offerings to give him, offerings of obedience. Everyone wants to hear God speak, but when he does many times, we argue with him, especially when he's asking something of us. I was talking to my husband the other day, and I said, I just noticed that it's really funny to me how people will pray and they expect God to show up right now, like yesterday. They say, I have this issue. I have this problem. I need this bill paid for. I need this thing, you know, this ailment that I'm having. I need it healed or whatever the problem is. You know, I need this relationship mended, whatever it is. And we expect God to just like drop everything (laughs) and run to us and do everything in our timing and, you know, the idea that we have, he needs to just fix it. Then there's me where God's like, just buy this woman a sandwich and I'm arguing with him. I'm like, I don't want to buy her a sandwich. And it's not because I didn't want to pay for the sandwich. It was, I was just thinking, you know, this is so insignificant. You, know, What is one sandwich going to do? But we have everyday offerings to give him. And Jesus didn't have to tell Andrew or any of the other disciples to tackle the boy and take his lunch. I think that that probably would have been recorded, but it wasn't. My bet is that when Jesus asked for this boy's lunch, I think for the most part, he probably gave it pretty willingly. I mean, mostly. I mean, it did sound pretty impossible to feed everyone with his little lunchable there. But the question is, are you willing to offer what you have? Maybe to you, your talents or your bank account isn't worth noting. Maybe Jesus isn't asking for you to give everything you have away to missions. But are you even willing to give away a smile? We're too quick to justify our smallness and forget about his greatness. Ephesians 3.20 in the message reads, God can do anything, you know, far more than you could ever imagine or guess or request in your wildest dreams. You know, we live in such a tangible, right-now-I'll-believe-it-when-I-see-it kind of world. And God, in all his wisdom, knows this. That's probably why he did such an astounding miracle. Even towards the end there, it says that the people that were there believed that he was the Messiah after seeing this. It's funny that it took food. It took something that was so basic, a need that they needed to be met right then and there, which was food, to be fed, Jesus was like, you know what? Not only am I going to feed your soul today, I'm going to feed your bellies as well. So how about you be the kid with the small lunch? Be willing to open your lunchbox, toolbox, bread box, maybe your tackle box, and ask Jesus, what can you do with this? Thanks for listening today. If you were encouraged, pass it on. For more, follow me on Instagram at chirpcastamy. Have a great day. I'll catch you next time.